Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Beginning to turn a little bit on President Biden. It's subtle, but uh, we're following it pretty closely, that corrupt media and how they're handling the Biden financial situation. Um, I wrote a message of the day giving you a couple of examples. Uh, BillOReilly.com, that's free for everybody. Uh, in the morning when you get up, you got to kind of pop on over there uh, because we are on this. Um, it is all about the money. How many times have we heard that? All about the money, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So I'm a simple man. Everybody knows that. Um, and I have a very simple question. So the investigation into the Biden family finances is disrupting America. Would we all agree on that? No matter how you feel about it, it's a disruption. And it costs the taxpayers tens of millions of dollars to do this. And we got three House committees uh, devoting their time to it instead of problem solving. And it's not good for the country. So if you're the president, I'm the president, and I didn't do anything. I didn't take any money from Hunter or my brother Jim. I didn't know I this, I that. I just did a couple of favors. When my son asked me to get on the phone or meet with somebody, I just had hi, hello, all casual. If that's true, 
the way to shut this down in an hour would be to give your banking records to the House Oversight Committee, just two people. Okay, the ranking member, Comer, um, I mean, he's the chairman, and then a ranking member of the Democrat, I forget who that is, in a room with your attorneys, and, and from the time you were sworn as vice president till now, you show them your banking records. You show them the deposits. And if there's no money that's coming in from any, any unexplained place, you're free. Simple, right? It's just simple. And that ends this suspicion, because the suspicion is deep. Okay, so Biden's not doing that, obviously. According to NBC News, uh, he has set up a war room inside the White House, staffed by lawyers and researchers, to fight all of this Biden family finance stuff. So that costs more money. It's more of a distraction. So there's a war room now. The Joe Biden didn't do anything. You don't need a war room, Joe. You need your lawyers to cart over the bank records and let the oversight people see them. They don't have to even get them. All you have to do is let them see them and they can take notes. That's it. Okay. So the suspicion that we have now is running wild. We have an impeachment inquiry against the president of the United States on these issues. You see how destructive this is. I hope you do anyway. Uh, in the meantime, Hunter Biden, a proven grifter. Remember, Hunter Biden pled guilty to dodging between a million and a million and a half dollars in taxes. That's what the plea agreement was this summer that the judge turned out. He pled guilty to it. Well, now he's suing, Hunter Biden is today, filed in D.C., the IRS for privacy violations in this same case. So Hunter Biden and his lawyers go, oh, the reportage by the IRS, the whistleblowers who came out, okay, that violated Hunter Biden's rights. Hunter Biden wants $1,000 for every time his name and the financial stuff was mentioned. This is so ridiculous, I can't even, it'll get thrown out almost immediately. And it would never come to fruition because then Hunter Biden would have to sit for a deposition under oath. Not that he cares about it being under oath, but all kinds of embarrassing questions would be asked to him. So it's not going to happen, but it's a ruse to pettifog the issue. Oh, here's Hunter Biden's the victim now. He's the victim. That's what the progressive leftist press is trying to sell. He's a victim. Nobody else would, would be charged with gun crimes. You know, I, I, crazy. Okay, so that lawsuit is there. Then we have um, who's going to pay Hunter Biden's bills. This is a big story that is absolutely being ignored. So there's a guy named Kevin Morris. He's an entertainment attorney in L.A., wealthy man. He's already loaned Hunter Biden more than $2 million, according to New York Post reporting and the Daily Mail. Okay, it's $2.8 million. Now, the Daily Mail, uh, not real reliable, but the guy is pumping money, and he, and he gave 
Hunter Biden's private jet to show up to a child custody hearing in Tennessee where uh, Biden, Hunter Biden said, I don't have enough money to pay child support. <laughs> it, this is the twilight zone now we're entering. So likely this guy, uh, Morris, Kevin Morris, he'll continue to pay all of these legal bills. In other news associated with Joe and Hunter Biden's finances, um, the FBI, the Justice Department, Merrick Garland, has blocked a man named Elvis Chan, who is a bureau chief in San Francisco. He was supposed to testify before Congress about how the FBI intruded into uh, Facebook and all the other high-tech companies over the Hunter Biden laptop. Well, Merrick Garland uh, ordered him not to testify. He'll have to testify because they'll subpoena him down the road. But this is just another example of the Justice Department blocking any information flow that makes the FBI look bad, which the FBI was in the tank from the beginning. Everybody knows that. Okay, so this is on and on and on and on. And and again, the, the memo is based on one simple premise, because I'm a simple man. If the president of the United States really loved his country, he put an end to this tomorrow by giving up his banking records. Right. And that's the memo. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years? Refrigerators typically about 13. Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress free and limit budget breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. So the president's in New York City showed up last night, uh, fundraising, fundraising, fundraising. Remember, um, if Joe Biden drops out of the race, which I believe he will, the money he raises will go to whoever the Democratic nominee will be. Okay, because it's all going into political action committees. So Biden is set to give a speech at the U.N. tomorrow. We'll, of course, cover it here on the No Spin News. Um, Poll CBS just out about Biden's uh, age and whatever, 4,002 adults. We don't know the methodology. We've asked CBS. They didn't reply. Um, Question in next year's presidential election between Biden and Donald Trump, 
this is a, they're supposing this. Uh, who'd you vote for? Biden 49, Trump 50, the dead heat. Second question, if Biden's elected in 24, do you think he'll finish his second term? 34% say he'll finish the term. 44% say he won't finish the term. And 22% are not sure, which, of course, would be the right answer. Uh, the final question for us, which candidate, if either, has the mental and cognitive health to serve as president? Um, Biden, 49% say he does not have uh, the mental health to serve as president. Half the country. Um, Trump, let's see, Trump, 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 gets 44% <laughs> say he can't, doesn't have it mentally. All right, the White House uh, has a press secretary, okay, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Now, we don't like Corinne. We don't feel that she's a truth teller, okay? I, I know what her job is, is to disseminate propaganda, but there's a way to do that. Anyway, she's walking out of uh, the press briefing on September 15th, and this happens. Go. Have a great weekend. See, see some of you in New York. It's not affecting your job. Is your breakup affecting your job? All right. Is your breakup, uh, domestic breakup, affecting your job? This is from uh, a reporter for Africa Today named Simon Atiba. And that is uh, disrespectful to the office of the presidency. The question is way out of bounds. And if I were the White House communications director, Mr. Atiba would never go on the property again, ever, expelled. Right? That doesn't mean I'm taking a stand on anything. It means that there's appropriate behavior inside the White House, and that was terrible. Okay, Donald Trump uh, was on Meet the Press, Nancy Pelosi on some stupid MSNBC Sunday show. I'm going to play these two sound bites, one from each. The question is, who is at fault, this is still going on now, for the Capitol riot on January 6th? Go. Why didn't Capitol. you send help in that moment, though? Uh, frankly, just so you understand, I assumed that she took care of it. She turned down. So when you realized that, that the National Guard wasn't coming? Well, you, didn't, you don't realize anything until quite a while. National Guard not coming. I asked, I asked it to be there three days in advance, and she turned it down. She says that that request was never officially made. Oh, Just so it. you know. L let, let me just tell you. Let me ask you the about mayor pardons, of let Mr. Me President. The mayor of D.C. gave us a letter saying that she turns it down. Okay, we have it. Nancy Pelosi also was asked, and she turned it down. The police commissioner I'm talking of about Capitol the day Police, of wait a minute. Yep. Capitol Police said that he wanted it, and Nancy Pelosi wouldn't accept it. She's responsible for January Let's... 6th. Okay, we checked all that out months ago, and that's true what he's saying, what Trump is saying. Now, there may be other things involved with this, all right, but I know that Trump did raise the specter of the National Guard. He says three days. I confirmed at least one day. It could have been three. By sending the uh, acting secretary of defense to the Pentagon. But that happened. The mayor, Muriel Bowser, did say she didn't want the guard. And the Capitol Police chief, not by name, however, didn't implicate 
Pelosi by name, but said he didn't get any cooperation from her office. So Pelosi then goes on MSNBC and says this. Go. We begged him, Chuck Schumer and I begged him to send the troops again and again. His secretary of the army, McCarthy, another McCarthy, and acting secretary of defense just made it, oh, there are too many obstacles. It's bureaucratic. It's this. We can't do it. I don't know how you get to the bottom of that. Somebody's lying. I think, I mean, I can't with 100% certainty say Nancy Pelosi is lying. But right now, the evidence is on Trump's side in this. So about the riot itself, uh, there have been 623 people convicted on charges on January 6th related activities inside the Capitol. Out of those 623, 378 have been sentenced to prison 523 cases are pending. Okay, so this is a big Justice Department uh, prosecution. It's huge. And it should be. You can't go into the, to the national capital and ransack it. And anybody who was in there, even if they didn't do anything, they trespass. There's no doubt about it. So uh, Vivek Ramaswamy competing with Joe Biden pretty strongly. Real clear polling average has them at 7.2% up against uh, Donald Trump's 56.6%. And joining us now from uh, Columbus, Ohio, is the aforementioned Vivek Ramaswamy. First of all, am I saying Vivek? Is that, is that how you say it? It's pretty close. It's Vivek, like cake. Vivek, okay. Yeah, you got so it. So I asked my staff 85 times to give me a pronouncer, and I got 85 different pronouncers. But I'll try well, to remember that. The fact is, that's what today. most of the media gets about 100 different pronouncers. So your staff has narrowed it down pretty well. But it's so the you're a Harvard guy. Uh, were you in the business school up there? I was in undergrad there. And then I went to law school after that at Yale. At Yale. OK, so I'm going to hold both of those things against you, if you don't mind. Um, that's fair. <laughs> actually going to be at Harvard uh, this weekend. I have some business up there with them. All right, I got to ask you some uh, questions about uh, the world in which we live. And you know me, you know, straight talk. We don't want any political nonsense here. We just want Amen. your uh, opinion and why you believe what you believe. So Putin, um, yep. if you're elected president, you're going to have to deal with him. What kind of guy, how would you describe Putin to somebody who doesn't know him? ruthless and acts in his own self-interest. And so, Bill, my point is that Putin doesn't trust us now and we don't trust him, but we can trust him to follow his self-interest and he can trust us to follow ours. So I'm going to end the war in Ukraine and I'll do it with a simple deal that allows Ukraine to come out with its sovereignty intact, freeze the current lines of control, make a hard commitment that NATO won't admit Ukraine to NATO, which is something Putin's been asking for for a long time. But in return, I'm going to require that he exit his military alliance with Xi Jinping, which is the single greatest threat that we face today is the Russia-China military alliance. OK, and so I, I don't view, well, let I me stop him. you. Let me stop yeah. you. I don't believe he will do that. All I right. I don't will, believe actually. he. OK, so you are basing your hope. On what specifically? I don't believe that Putin's yeah. going to blow his alliance with Xi up. You believe the opposite. Convince right. me, but convince me with some facts. Okay, facts are good. And the way I, the, first I'll give you an analogy to think about it, and then I'll give you the facts of the present. The analogy was everyone said the same thing about Richard Nixon and Mao Zedong in 1972. 
Did Nixon trust Mao? Did the United States trust Mao? No, we did not. Was Mao a good person? No, he's not. But that was irrelevant because the point was, how do we pull him out of the USSR? And the reason why is Mao had an ego. He didn't like being Xi Jinping. He didn't like being uh, Brezhnev's little brother back in the USSR era. And so Nixon did a deal with Mao that pulled them out of Russia's or that back then the USSR stranglehold. I see Putin as the new Mao. So on the face, it's a hunky-dory relationship, right? They have the strategic no-limits partnership. But look closely. Now you got some facts you asked for, Bill. Well, one of them is every time Putin now meets with Xi Jinping, like at the 2022 summit, he sends weapons to Vietnam and to India. Those are two countries that border China. That irritates Xi Jinping a lot. But Putin does not like being Xi Jinping's little brother in that relationship. But you China, gonna, you're going to have to do something other. Look, Nixon. I'm going to give you one more fact. I'm going to give you one more fact. Well, well, all right. But let, let, me set, yeah. let me set it up. Nixon got through to Mao for economic reasons. China yes. was starving. Okay. Yes. And that's and how they got that too. deal done. Right now, you're not giving me any all right, reason how Putin will benefit from your deal. So Putin's sure. going so to look weak. All right. Pulling we his will reopen out. economic relations with Russia. Is, eh, he is a key care. part of this. He's selling oil oh. all over the place. He doesn't need well, the it. Well, the fact of the matter is he's not. I mean, that Russia's economy has gone down since you took it out has. the Nord Stream 1 and 2. And if you open economic relations with the U.S., that's more promising for him than being stuck in bed with Xi Jinping. Look, he and didn't it's not have just to. The US. He knew before it's he invaded. It's the West as we know it. He knew before he invaded Ukraine that was going to happen. He doesn't care. Well, here's what, but here's what he asked for before he invaded Ukraine, though, Bill. He said he wanted a hard commitment that NATO will not admit Ukraine to NATO. That's a big deal to Russia, NATO admitting Ukraine. But we're going to sell out Ukraine. I don't particularly think we're not going to sell point. out Ukraine. Well, we're you're not going to sell him, out Ukraine. Sure, you are. You, you're selling them Ukraine out. Ukraine comes out with its. I'll respectfully disagree with you here, Bill. Ukraine on my deal will come out with its sovereignty intact. I don't think Ukraine no, is going to be on a trajectory it to come out with its sovereignty. It loses 20% intact. of its territory. The Russian-speaking territories that have gone ping-pong for over the course of centuries. It's, it's within yes, the Ukrainian the border. Ukraine loses 20% of their territory. Ukraine ends up being a sovereign nation at the end of it. But our job isn't to look after Ukraine. Our job is to look after the United I, States. I got that. And, and so Ukraine's I think it's not going to deal for Ukraine. Zelensky is never going to sign off on this. Zelensky ever. doesn't. I mean, with due respect, Bill, Zelensky's bills are being paid by the United States. Okay, the but government employees of the wins. Ukraine government are being paid by our taxpayers. Okay. So I think we got, that we, we have got a, a bit vision. of a say in what happens there. We have a gentleman's disagreement. I don't think Putin would make the deal. And I know Zelensky Let me just say would. one more fact, though. You asked for a fact, Bill. Let me just leave you yeah, one more. Go ahead. China is trying to build a railroad in northeast China to reach the ocean. And northeast China is impoverished because of it. But it runs through Russia. Putin won't even let Xi Jinping do that right now either. So there are cracks in that armor of that relationship. I think now is our moment to actually get this right during this window, telling Putin, We'll reopen economic relations with the West. We'll give you what you asked for before you invaded Ukraine, which is a hard commitment that NATO will not admit Ukraine to NATO, which, That's by the way, one. is what James Baker told Gorbachev and promised him in 1990. We went back on our word with NATO's expansion. Give them that. Then we pull Putin out of the relationship with Xi Jinping. That's how we avoid World War III. And by the way, that's also how you deter Xi Jinping from going after Taiwan. Okay. Because China's bet is with Russia's in their camp. The U.S. won't want to mess around with them. All but if I'm Russia's saying not is in China's camp, we're in a better it's an situation. Interest, 
you have an interesting wish list, but even if I were your secretary of state, I don't think I could pull that deal off. And I have a lot of confidence in my ability. All right, let's go back into the USA. So what we all know, the Department of Justice and the FBI is corrupt. You you agree yes. with that, right? Wholeheartedly. OK, so I think any clear thinking person understands the corruption that is seeped yes. into the Department of Justice and the world's most powerful investigative agency, the FBI. Are you going to defund the Department of Justice? How I know you'll fire Merrick Garland, you'll bring in your own guy. I understand that. But it's the bureaucrats within. Yes. Not the unelected people that have really, right. really corrupted the agencies. How are you going to deal with that? So you're correct about that. Let's start with the FBI, Bill. I will shut down the FBI. It's not just about repeating, replacing Christopher Ray. We have to shut the entire institution down because its culture is part of what actually creates that rot. People say, is this practical? The answer is yes, it is. There's 35,000 employees at the FBI. 15,000 of them are agents on the front lines. We will reorganize them to the U.S. Marshals, which isn't corrupted in the same way, which is on the front lines of the child trafficking problem in this country. We'll put them at the DEA fighting the fentanyl epidemic, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network at the U.S. Treasury with actual expertise in white collar crime. But the 20,000 bureaucrats that report into the J. Edgar Hoover building of the FBI, they're going to be fired and have to find honest work in the private sector. That's how we actually drive that change where other Republicans will say, hey, I'll fire Christopher Wray. You're missing the point. You had James Comey before. You'll have James Comey 2.0 afterwards. You have to shut down the bureaucracy itself when the bureaucracy itself is All as right, rotten but it's as it's a become. Two your to comments three year suggest to me you understand that. I, I get it. But it's a two yeah. to three year rebuild. Look, it's our not a rebuild. Main... It's a reorg. Actually. All right. We're whatever. It, it's to two to three existing... years before you can year. get all of that in motion. I think it's one year. It's one year. We'll be done right. by the end of 2020. I don't think everybody has your kind of energy. Mexico is a threat to the United States because the cartels pretty much run the country. How would you deal with Mexico to stop the narcotics and the human trafficking? Specifically. Yes. yes. So one thing we got to observe, it's an opportunity, is there's a 2024 election in Mexico. AMLO, that's the current president of Mexico, Obrador, he's been a disaster. He has embraced what's called the hugs, not bullets policy towards the cartels. And I believe that much of the Mexican government is captured by the cartels. But there's an opportunity. Claudia Scheinbaum is likely the person who's going to win that election. But whoever it is, let's say it's Claudia. I'm going to have a call with Claudia early in 2025, likely in February 2025, and have a serious straight conversation. No mincing words, straight talk here. For a tiny fraction, and I mean tiny, we've done the math on this. We're talking single digit percentages potentially of what we will have spent in Ukraine by that point in time. For that tiny fraction, we will help Mexico regain its sovereignty from the Mexican drug cartels because that's a problem for Americans here in the U.S. You bet. And we're going to help them solve that problem. But if she doesn't want to do it, we're going to solve the problem one way or another. I so will would use you our designate- own military. Would you designate the cartels as terror groups? And yes. you need to read my that, book, Killing the yes. Killers, by the way, because then you could do, go and do it. All right, final question and about you. And you can also you. use our own military as an easier first step, Bill. Just put the military on our own southern border. Oh, absolutely. The wall is not enough. Absolutely. Because there's tunnels underneath the wall. Use our own military at the southern border. But, but that still doesn't solve the cartel Mexico problem. No, that's, that's the gotta, first step. you got to take we'll those guys out. And we'll help Mexico do out. it. 
And if not, we will get in there and get the job done I ourselves. Like it. That's the answer. So you're not going to win a, re a Republican nomination. You just yes, I am happen. actually. Okay. Yes, I am, Bill. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to make you in 2015. I'll be so, happy to so make you a charitable you. bet, but it wouldn't be fair. I don't think you're going to win the uh, the primary. Um, you're entitled to your opinion. Of course. <laughs> but, but I think and and, and I'm glad you feel that you are going to win because that shows self-confidence and motivation. I don't not uh, disparaging you at all. I'm a realist. But you are building a profile. Uh, that's what you're doing. If you look at throughout history, it takes a while to get where you want to go. Now, it's a different age with the Internet now. You can get there faster, but it's going to take you a while. So say you don't succeed this time around. Now, Trump may appoint you. Trump likes you because you haven't badmouthed him. Um, he may appoint you somewhere. I would if I were him. What job would you like? Look, I'm not a plan B kind of guy. You know, I didn't get to where I am in life, and I'm not going to lead this country by being a plan B kind of person. Here's what I will say is I would like to appoint Trump as my most important mentor and advisor while I'm in the White all right. House. He's not going to do reason, it. But the reason right. he and I have respect for each other is not because one of us is, is or isn't bashing each other. We've known each other since I wrote my first book. And I think that it's going to take outsiders to change this broken federal bureaucracy. I'm the outsider in this race. The difference with me, Bill, is I've got fresh legs. I'm 38 years old. I'm not yet tired and jaded and cynical. And I think it takes someone whose best days are still yet ahead in life to see a country whose best days are still ahead of itself. All right. And I, that's, um, that's why I'm in this race. And I think we're on our way up. And when I'm elected, and I do expect to be the next president, I will take Trump as my most important advisor and mentor because I don't want to start from scratch. I want to pick up where he left off. But take that America first agenda to the next level, militarize the southern border, shut down the administrative state, 75 percent layoff of federal employees in that bureaucratic headcount. That's the kind of change we're going to need to see. But I want to pick up with the great beginning that he gave us. But I think I'm going to unite this country in the process in a way that nobody else can. Okay. And I think that's why it's got to be me. Very good uh, interview. Uh, you were pretty straightforward. Little naive in my opinion, but I'm one of those guys who are old and cranky. You know, I'm I'm not like you. Uh, I was. I like talking like you. to you, Bill. It's good because it's well, good well, for us to test each other. We yeah, make we'll each other stronger in touch. that way. You know, certainly yeah. uh, you're welcome anytime. You got something on your mind. Uh, we'll certainly keep in touch, and we wish you the best. And you're a patriot for trying to improve your country. Um, Vivek, did I get it? Vivek, you got it. And, right. and, and Bill, I'll say the same right back at you. You're a patriot. Keep up the good work. And we're going to save this country together. Each of us All doing right. our part. Thanks very much for having me. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Maybe an hour or half an hour after Garland finished testifying, we had an interview with Senator Ron Johnson, a Republican from Wisconsin. We taped it because I wanted to get it right after. So everything was in the senator's head. Roll the tape. Senator, thanks for coming back. You know, a lot of people won't. They get one dose of me and I go, never again. But here you are for a return appearance. Uh, I wanted to get your feeling about Attorney General Garland's testimony in front of the House committee yesterday. How did you process that? Well, listen, these witnesses know how to evade, uh, not, not provide the full truth. And, you know, the fact of the matter, I think uh, Merrick Garland uh, just by and large was willfully ignorant. Uh, I, I don't necessarily disagree with the fact that he knew nothing. Um, and the more you learn about this investigation prosecution, it's just corrupt. And th- they're all kind of pointing fingers around each other that, uh, you know, they had the authority, they didn't have authority. You know, Weiss might have had the authority, but he did not have the resources. And it's c- kind of almost a game of whack-a-mole. You know, well, well I needed help out of California. I needed help out of D.C. But, well, he had the authority to potentially charge, but he didn't have the resources to send from Delaware to do the prosecution in California and D.C. So it's just one great big runaround. And I think it was a purposeful runaround. They didn't want to prosecute Hunter Biden. And this is the way they, they thought they could evade doing so and just kind of keep blaming somebody else for not being able to do it. Well, the kicker of the whole thing was that Merrick Garland, um, at the end, had to review the plea deal that the judge threw out. He had to see, and he's a former judge, this absurd clause in the plea deal that said, well, federal government can never charge Hunter Biden with anything ever again, no matter what he does. And so for him, Garland, to say that, oh, I didn't have anything to do with it, I didn't intrude, he had to see that. Um, and that angered me because I thought that that was deceptive, that, that Garland, I have said this, he willfully, as you put it, didn't want to know anything. But at the end, he knew the fix was in and he's being deceptive and he's throwing Weiss under the bus. That's how I see it. Yeah, I'm not sure he had to see it. I know Weiss did. You know, Weiss was over, ultimately responsible for On a what case was this big, though, Senator, you I mean, don't think you, the yeah, attorney think general so. of the United States is going to know what the president's son is going to be charged with? Come yeah. on, he has to know. Again, Again, you, you, would, you would think so. I, I, I agree with that assessment. But Weiss certainly was in charge of it. You know, he's responsible for that sleazy plea agreement. And then what Merrick Garland for sure was responsible for was appointing the least independent human being on planet Earth to be the special counsel. Yeah. And if there's, one, if there's one requirement of a special counsel, it needs to be independent. David Weiss was not independent. He, he's the guy that allowed the statute of limitations to run, to run out, out and all serious tax right. charges. And that's just another facet. But here's another deception by the attorney general. Estrada in California, U.S. attorney, Graves in D.C., U.S. attorney, wouldn't cooperate with David Weiss. 
They just wouldn't partner up with him. Garland could have ordered them to do it, and he did not. He could have. And we also had an FBI whistleblower saying that Weiss's office didn't have the resources to do a proper investigation. I always assume that whistleblower was talking about resources in the Delaware office. This may have been expanded to the fact that he didn't have access to the resources in California and D.C. to actually do the prosecution. Again, it's just a great big finger pointing exercise. And I think it's a purposeful finger-pointing exercise so they could all evade the responsibility of doing their job and actually instituting equal justice under the law. And, and that's corruption. You know, you know, obvious tax That's evader. corruption. There's no doubt about it. Now, right. do you believe, based upon your Persian Senate, that Joe Biden, the president, is going to be hurt down the road by this Hunter Biden situation? Do you think there is more to come? I think so. The you know the, the key piece of evidence we need now are the the personal bank records. Uh, I appreciate the fact the House I think is finally going to subpoena those because we, we you know Senator Grassley and I showed the millions of dollars that transferred uh, you know into this labyrinth of uh, shell companies you know set up to money launder. Let's let's be free or be frank about it. But we've seen the money coming in. We need to see the money going out. Now the House has already seen money going out to. How many family members? Right. What, what, what do these people do to get all this money? Nothing. They're they selling influence. Again, this is a grift. But we need to see and we need to untangle the money transfer from the Hunter Biden accounts where he said, you know, Pop is taking 50% of his income. Well, we, we need to see those financial transactions to, to really get the hard evidence uh, on Joe Biden. But again, it's just obvious that this is a grift. This is corrupt. Okay. But the Biden administration is going to litigate that. They're not going to give up the president's financial records. They're just not. Well, it's one of the reasons the, the House has an impeachment inquiry is It'll to get the authority to cause do the it, courts right. to adjudicate this more rapidly. And it gives the House a, a much stronger position to demand those records. Now, the polls show that most Americans do believe that uh, Joe Biden sold influence to benefit his family. And, uh, you know, about 43 percent of Democrats believe that. If you had to predict today, and I'm making you do it, how is this going to turn out? I, you're a Trump guy, so I assume you feel that he's going to get the Republican nomination, right? Yeah, it sure, sure indicates that, yeah. Okay. On the Democratic side, you're seeing cracks from the Washington Post, the New York Times, on liberal television. Uh, Pelosi won't answer about Kamala Harris. You're seeing cracks. I don't think Biden's going to make it. I don't I don't think he's going to be. I think he'll resign. How do you see it? Yeah, I, I think there's almost zero chance that he'll be their presidential nominee. They're going to prevent a real primary from occurring so that the party bosses can select the you know person they think has the best chance of beating whoever the Republican candidate is. And at this point, it sure seems like it'll be President Trump. So they'll hold that out to the convention. They'll have a brokered convention. You know, that could be interesting. There'll be a number of ambitious people that are going to want that. But in the end, the party bosses will decide who will be the candidate, just like they did for Joe Biden. Right. You know, back in um, I know Amy Klobuchar, uh, your um, colleague in the Senate, Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota. Newsom will be in the mix. Anybody other other names that you're hearing? Well, we've heard Michelle Obama. Right. But uh, that's the, more of a... Who knows? They, they, will pick, they will pick the person that, you know, cannot be vetted fast enough. 
that is going to, you know, hopefully from their standpoint, just skate into the presidency. Yeah, but I don't know if Mrs. Obama wants to do it. I, I still can't define her, but she she would be the most powerful. Final question for you. It is said that states like Wisconsin, which is, you know, could go either way. It's a toughly competitive state, Michigan, others are trending against the Democratic Party now because primarily because of economics, because people have to pay more for necessities of life. I think that's going to be a big factor coming up. It will. Uh, but abortion still is a pretty potent uh, factor in the 2022 election. I think it's probably what cost us the gubernatorial race. It certainly cost us the Supreme Court race uh, in April this year. So if the Democrats can trot that out and energize their base, and they only have to energize their base in Madison, Milwaukee, you know, Republicans have to uh, get voters from the entire state. It's a much more difficult challenge. So we need a very strong ground game. You know, spend less on ads, spend a lot more on paid field staff and run a really strong ground game. Yeah, in Wisconsin. OK, Senator, always a pleasure. Thank you very much for helping us out today. Have a great day. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, here is the final thought of the day. So... Big promotion for the next uh, three or four weeks. I got to go over to England to see uh, my urchin over there at Oxford. But most of the time, I'm going to be doing this work. Uh, No Spin News, all the radio we do, BillOReilly.com. And then I'm going to be promoting Killing the Witches. We're going to kick off the Killing the Witches promotion on Twitter or X and Hunter Hunter. Okay. Ready? Tucker Carlson going to interview me. Tucker Carlson. Remember that name? He took my slot at Fox News. And now he's not at Fox News anymore. So I have a few questions for Tucker. And I'm sure he's got a few questions for me. That interview is going to be taped on Monday night in Manhattan. In a secret location. All right. And then... I guess Tucker is the master of his domain. He'll decide, you know, I hope it comes out the next day, book release day, uh, Tuesday of next week, uh, the 26th of September. Uh, But I can guarantee you, this is not going to be a boring interview. (laughs) This is going to be something for the ages. All right, we'll use some of it here on the Nosebin News, too. But I think you're going to want to see the whole experience. So when I get a little bit more, we know when the interview is going to be take place. We don't know when X or Twitter. And I'm apart from all this world, by the way. But I got guys and gals who write in there. They know. 
Um, when we know, you'll know, all right, when that's going to be put up there. But I'm hoping it will be, uh, you know, the evening of the 25th, right before, you know, Amazon sends it out to you, Barnes & Noble, BillOReilly.com. We'll send it out to you early. If you order on BillOReilly.com, I'm going to get those books out. Um, Now, I'm not going in to this interview with any preconceived um, questions or answers. I'm going to talk about killing the witches and how it applies to cancel culture and things like that. Definitely going to do that. Um, But I don't have really much else. I mean, I'm pleased that Mr. Carlson uh, wants to talk to me. Very pleased about that. I know him a bit. Uh, he was in Washington and I was in New York at Fox. So our paths didn't cross all that often. We have a respectful relationship. Um, two very different styles uh, about broadcasting and what we do on the air. Obviously, you know that. Um, but anything could happen in this, you know, because I got questions. But he's the, he's the interviewer, and I'm the interviewee, so I will be respectful of that. But I'll get, I'll get a few of my questions in. Um, so anyway, we're very pleased about that, because the, I can't think in this world right now, uh, because this will go worldwide, this will be everywhere. They call it viral, right? Everywhere. I can think of a better vehicle right now than this. And uh, I've never known Mr. Carlson to be deceptive. I'm not, ever. So you're going to get a healthy dose of what both of us think. So there's not going to be any deceptive. It's not going to be like Merrick Garland. <laughs> so this drives me crazy. It really, really drives me crazy. Anyway. I hope you listen to the Hannity radio program today. So I'm posted on BillOReilly.com because we talk about Garland. And um, I will keep you posted uh, throughout uh, the next few days uh, on the Carlson X Twitter situation. And most of all, we want you to check out Killing the Witches. You're going to like this book. It's going to keep you up nights. Um, you got a lot in there, a lot of different things in there. You're going to learn a lot. Not an easy book to write, but we nailed it, I think. Thank you very much for watching and listening to The No Spin News. I hope you enjoyed this broadcast tonight. It was an important one. And we'll see you tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.